Hey, listen to that sound. That's right, that's right. It's back. We're back. The Bob and Aaron Show after a nearly 25-year break. You've been wondering, you've been waiting, and here we are. What are we going to talk about? Same old stuff. But before we get to it, we need a co-host on the line. I'm going to work on that while we hear a word from a sponsor. You got the kids down. The week is done. Open your refrigerator and grab yourself a Field 41. That's right, from our friends at Bale Breaker, packed with the freshest, best hops the Yakima Valley has to offer, and in a lower alcohol content than your usual IPA with all the flavor. Some call it a pale ale. Some call it a session IPA. Either way, enjoy a fresh hop Field 41. This is hilarious. (laughs) Hey! Hey. Well, we're on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I just wanted to call and make sure that you understood the greatness of St. Louis sports fans because it happened. Tiger. It happened. And you know why it happened. You know where it started and you know why he was able to celebrate. In fact, you know, he didn't really feel welcome back on tour until he arrived in St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. Till he was at the Bell Reeve or whatever that place is called, Country Club. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to this week on Sports Talk Radio when certain personalities can take a lot of credit for it. It's how gonna, about that, though? It, it's going to be, well, you know, how can, what other conclusion can you make? I don't know. I don't know what other conclusion you can make. That's hilarious. Now, now it's best fans in sports. Well, well, you wonder, I mean, why would he lose another major? He probably won't. He'll probably win every one he does from here on out. Especially once he gets all the mail from St. Louis. Yeah. And I think I read after he uh, sunk that putt there on 18, I'm pretty sure when he pumped his fist, and I'm pretty sure he said, thank you, St. Louis. (laughs) Pretty sure. (laughs) Pretty sure that's what he said. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How incredible was that, though, today I, or this weekend? I, you know, I didn't think I was keeping an eye on it. I was never really watching it, and then right. uh, I watched a little bit this morning, and it looked like, oh, here he is. He's one stroke back, and then he's I in know. the trees, and then he's two strokes or three strokes back or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, geez, this is not gonna. So then, you know, I disappear for a couple hours, and I look back, and he's in the lead with two, three holes to go. I was like, oh, my goodness. So then I did see the last uh, last couple putts. But it's analogous to Peyton's whole comeback. Oh, yeah, after being traded to uh, Denver? Well, yeah, well, just, you know, and after the injury, even before yeah, neck, going, yeah. yeah, the neck thing, it's like, there's no reason to think he'll ever play football again. Yeah. You know, it, it was just as likely not, you know, and the same with him. I mean, I was reading today is, you know, this first time he got his driver out after his most recent back stuff, he hit it 90 yards. Yeah. You know, I'm better at Peyton at driving the, the golf ball. I mean, <laughs> Peyton, I mean, Tiger. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, you wonder, okay, do I even try to go down this road, you know? Yeah. He did, and then, yeah, so it's crazy to see him there. It's wild. So now he's the 
youngest player ever to win the Masters and the second oldest to ever win it. Yeah. How about that? Crazy. Incredible. Incredible. I was happy for him. Well, let's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know why I root for him. I mean, I think it's just because I'm a casual golf fan and, yeah, you know, yes, I mean, that you, was, you know, I really was don't care. Era, you yeah. know, I mean, we were 25 years old when he was, yeah, you know, on the doing scene his and, thing. And yeah, it's kind of like all the great players from our era. You know, it doesn't really matter who comes along. Jordan will always be, you know, or John Magic. You know, whoever it is, they'll always be the greatest. To us, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I like LeBron, but have you ever seen Jordan play? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or you know, no matter. No matter what quarterback comes along, yeah, he's good. Have you ever seen Peyton though? Like Peyton, I mean, he could run an offense, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It doesn't matter what any of these guys do. You know, we'll be talking twenty years from now, and one of these young guys is four Super Bowls in and head to the Hall of Fame, and yeah, we'll be like, yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> so just like everybody was, yeah, but Joe Montana, you know, but yeah. It's, uh, I uh, I ran a I ran a trivia night for our school, not ran it. I emceed it last night, so I got to ask the questions and stuff. Right? Can you believe? Can you believe one of the questions was which NFL team did Terry Bradshaw play his entire career with? I mean, come on, that's not trivia. <laughs> did you say we're throwing that out? <laughs> yeah, I basically left no wait time. I was like, all right, we're moving on. Question number five. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which NBA team did Michael Jordan win all his championships with? No. I know. <laughs> Although the young people in the crowd who have only ever seen Terry Bradshaw on the, you know, yeah. broadcasting. Oh, he played. You mean the terrible, you mean the terrible guy on television? <laughs> he played football? Yeah, he played football. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Oh. So there was up- a question. There was a question on which in the in the beer brewing process this flour is used for its bitterness to offset the sweetness of the malt. I was kind of like, "Come on now, if you don't know this, you don't drink beer." Then I was like, "Hey, Washington!" <laughs> That's hilarious. Did everybody get it right? Yeah. Well, you can tell when everybody gets it right because nobody claps. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear any groans and nobody's excited. So we're gonna so. get one. <laughs> yeah you know it's a tough one when you get that two two or three tables that are like yeah we got that one and everybody else is like man but then when you read an answer and nobody says anything you're like oh everybody got that so yeah what was it for uh, uh carmen carmen trail oh, okay yeah so the the pto had asked me if i would do the questions you said of well yeah you can't say no yeah, I can't say no. Of course. So did you watch the championship game, or were you devastated after the Michigan loss? Uh, you know what? Most of the games after Michigan lost, I lost a ton of interest. But I will say that um, in the remaining games, if it was close with five minutes to go, I did tune in. Yeah. You know. I mean, it would really only be the Michigan game that I would watch an entire basketball. But that was a... Uh, I thought, uh, man, you talk about how many times has it happened when a team wins a championship, how how many times and how close they come to losing at different points. I, um, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems like every year 
whoever wins yeah. had a close call, but man, they had multiple. On oh, I know. Vir- Virginia just keep. I mean, they had like a cat with nine lives. It was crazy. But it was going to happen that way no matter what. There were so many. You know, everybody was so close to each other. Everybody proved they could lose or beat each other or whatever. It was just, you know, things yeah. got crazy after the Sweet 16. You just never knew what was going to happen. I really thought, now you tell me, you're a basketball guy. I really thought Texas Tech blew it when they were up by three with like five seconds to go. And they all collapsed on the guy driving the lane who looked like he was going to get a layup. I'm like, who cares? Give the layup up. Who cares? And, of course, after everybody collapses, he dishes to the three-point guy yeah. who's wide open. Yeah, and he knocks it down. And they even talked about it after the game. You know, oh, that, man, you know, I couldn't the believe three, it. Stop the three, stop the three. And, and to be fair, I mean, they, it's just too bad that the timing of it happened then, you know, because they just play so perfect otherwise defensively. And, you know, you yeah. know the one breakdown they have happens right then. Yeah. And uh, and then the dude hits it. I mean, that's the other thing. Those guys, it's fun watching those guys. They were hitting shots. It was fun to watch teams win because they're hitting shots, you know. And yeah. They were, you know, they are hit. I mean, say what you want about Texas Tech slowing the game down and people not liking that or whatever, but they hit tough shots on the other end. I yeah. mean, they hit tough shot after tough shot. And then, you know, Virginia did the same thing. So yeah. that kid was unbelievable. Or well, a bunch of those guys played great. So it it ended up being a great final game. For, yeah. You know, for what's always a fun tournament. But, yeah, that was – it was a slow start, though. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is going to be brutal. You know, like <laughs> eight minutes into the first half and they have five points or something. I was like, oh, my goodness. You yeah. Know, but then they – I think they figured out we're going to have to start, you know – Whatever open shot you get, you got to take it because it's not coming. And they both started doing that and making them. And you know, then it then it really turned into something. It was yeah, fun fun game. Yeah, it ended up being um, really good ending and good good tournament. I I still think it's funny. I think I may have mentioned this to you, but um, you know, Virginia. When you when you mentioned like. Who was up to this point, obviously? Who's the only number one seed to lose to a 16? Everybody's going to know Virginia. Oh, yeah. But I bet you. The rest of the story, yeah. I bet you if you were to ask, who won the national championship the following year, people would be like, I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I have no clue. So then that school will forever be known for one thing. I mean, what it's going to be a movie. I mean, it's so many of the same kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, I really should have put money on them. That is so, I mean, that happens in sports. I feel like I should have thought of that. Been like, you know what? They'll probably win the whole thing next year. Not they've been the first number one seed to lose. Yeah. Well, you know what it is. It's like the NBA. It's rigged now too. Sorry. It's rigged now too. Just like the NBA. Oh, is it? Man, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't want it to be rigged. That's a bummer. Hey, was Michigan spring game this weekend? It was, but um, they put out a big um, uh, press that there wasn't going to be a scrimmage. It was just going to be a practice, so people got really bummed out. Oh, Really? Yeah, they they said it was because of multiple injuries and, you know, um, 
people, you know, of course, then the conspiracy, well, Harbaugh just doesn't want to show his hand with the offense, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So, so it was, it was just, it was just a controlled, I mean, it was a very controlled scrimmage, more like a practice. Right. So very, very anticlimactic. So how was, uh, how was Tennessee's? They went ones versus ones, two versus twos, four quarters. Um, there you go. I think he's looking for every opportunity to get him some kind of, you know, amped up game feel because they are starting at right tackle, a true freshman, at left no tackle, a true freshman. <laughs> no way. They're both five stars, which is crazy, but it still, though, you know. Oh, yeah. On one end, it's exciting because you're like, oh, man, you know, we're going to really build a foundation. On the other end, you're like, hey, you never want to be starting true freshmen. I think you never want to really be starting true freshmen, period. But I will say, if you can start a true freshman in the midst of some established, you know, like, okay, so we're bringing back nine out of 11 on defense, and at safety, we're going to start a true freshman. That's different. Yeah, type thing, but or, you know, you got some freak athlete receiver or something that, you know, he's not going to get us in trouble. The other ten are going to keep us there, but you can't have this four-two guy, four-three guy, sitting on the sideline. You know, it, but yeah, you think right tackle, left tackle. That's you know, I'm sure they're great, but so anyway, I was just saying, yeah, I remember when they 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 started true. True uh, freshman at tackle before, so, but it's kind of it's pretty pretty unique situation to be doing it at both yeah. left and right. Woo! Well, especially when that I mean, it's a it's been a uh, struggling part of the team. So now you got so it's not like oh we've got these great all conference guys at guard and centers. I will know you don't you know it's like <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. You know, a lot can happen, I guess. The receivers look good. The running backs look good. You know, the we'll see with the defense. Seems like they lost a lot there, but, you know, they've been recruiting hard too. So we'll see. And that's Pruitt's thing is building a defense, so they'll probably be serviceable on that side anyway. Yeah. So. Well, everybody, you know, in the past at, at Michigan, everybody's been touting the defense, defense, which strangely enough seems to show up for about the first ten games and then goes all to hell. But um, but this year, everybody's touting the offense, so we'll see. You got you got the senior quarterback coming back with um, supposed to be the best wide receiving core in the country. And uh, uh, everybody on the offensive line is back. So, well, there you go. We'll see. They're supposed to be flinging the ball around. They took that uh, offensive coordinator from Alabama, so he's there now. And Harbaugh, for the first time in his coaching career, is supposed to be giving him full reins to run the offense. So, oh. Harbaugh usually calls offense, and he won't be calling it this year, but we'll see how that goes. That's interesting. He won't call it until there's something he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll give him two quarters. <laughs> yeah. But, 
What? Why is Harbaugh holding a play sheet over there in the second half? He didn't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's it. Pruitt's not calling the defense next year. His new guy's calling the defense too. So. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it's all the rage. It's all the rage. Brady Hoke started it back in Michigan in 2011 when he didn't call anything and didn't wear a headset. He just clapped no matter what happened. <laughs> Maybe they'll turn to the clapping technique. Yeah, that's right. You know, encouragement. That's what it's about. You have to be encouraging. So, did, you see the new, did you see the new trailer for Star Wars? I holy, did. Holy cow! Are you excited? Oh yeah, looks good. I love those Star Wars movies. <laughs> Tell you what, I got a, uh, I got a real uh, kick out of uh, at the end when Palpatine's laugh came through. Well, and then for, it makes you wonder: Are the bad guys going to win? I doubt it, but never know. So what are they going to do? So this will just be into the. Luke Skywalker story, right? The the Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. Are they gonna make? They're gonna keep making these other spinoffs or what? I guess so. They say it's the end, but I don't know. How can you really? How can you bring an end to all those and be like, well, that's it. Nothing else happens. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they'll sell a billion dollars worth of toys and DVDs, and they'll change their mind. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, I don't, who knows, who knows what they're going to do, but it looks good. I hardly know all the ins and outs of Star Wars, but I will be there to watch it just for the lightsabers and lasers. That's good enough for me. <laughs> That's right. That's good enough for you. <laughs> just don't, don't ask me any in-depth questions about the, uh, the plots and who did what to whom and whatever. As long as we've got spaceships, lightsabers, and Wookiees, I'm happy. So are the are the Cardinal fans, are they going to you know, start focusing their positive energy on their baseball team now that they've got Tiger, his major? I guess so, but most fans in St. Louis are enthralled with the Blues right now. So the Cardinals rarely get to take a back seat since, um, since the Blues are... They're kind of hot right now, so they uh, in their playoff game they went to Winnipeg and took the first two games, and they're they're back in they're back in town today, playing game three. Here we but, yeah, go. People are people are excited about the Cardinals because they, I guess they swept the Dodgers, or something. Your your interest in baseball has not grown. No, no not at all. <laughs> no. How about this? There's a headline in the ESPN, Better wins $1.19 million on Tiger as books take a bath. Must have been some bets on Tiger that killed everybody in Vegas. I'm sure. Good grief. Says some bookmakers from Nevada to New Jersey didn't believe Tiger would win the Masters. It was an expensive miscalculation. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you think he would? I don't... I mean, he has been playing better, but, man, they said, so I was reading today, you know, he used to, early in his career, he'd be out driving the field by 30 or 40 yards, Yeah. just as an example, and in this tournament, he was, you know, somewhere over the 40th 
on the uh, on drive distance in this tournament. There was forty guys ahead of him in average drive length, which is it's just so weird to think, you know, how big of a part of his game that was, and now it's gone, and then he wins anyway. Oh yeah. It, so the guy who won one almost one point two million. Tiger was fourteen to one odds, and he placed a cool eighty-five thousand dollar bet. Can you imagine being the person who's like, you know what? I'm going to put eighty-five k on Tiger this week. Well, eighty-five thousand dollars. Okay, so the I'm overwhelmed by that putting that much money down on anything. But then again, why eighty-five? Like, why you know? Why not round it on up to a hundred? Or why didn't you cut yourself off at 50? But, you know, 85. 85, Yeah, It's almost like you cleaned out your bank account. How much money do I have? 85,000. Put it all on them. That is hilarious. Or what did you do? You know, you, I don't know. I'm selling my Mercedes and putting it all on Tiger. And someone, you know, I don't, yeah. Uh Oh. That is just crazy, though. Eighty-five thousand. Where what? It was in Las Vegas, I guess. Um, it said where it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming so. Although they did mention New Jersey in the story, so I don't know. Maybe there's Atlantic City. I guess could be a place. Either Vegas or Atlantic City. Incredible. That's what I got to believe. The guy sold his Mercedes, got a cashier's check, went down and put it. I'm I betting my I bet my Mercedes on Tiger. <laughs> he either sold a Mercedes or a comic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I made it to my gym, so I better let you go. Well, I'm glad we uh, glad we connected here. We'll do it again. Uh, sounds good. All right, take care. Talk to you soon. Well, there it is. Another one for the record books. Thanks for joining Bob and I for another episode of the Bob and Aaron Show. Back after 25 years, I'm sure you're happy to hear from us. Keep a lookout for us. Before I let you go, though, I want to thank another sponsor, our good friends at Modern, bringing those hot forward flavors to you all the way to St. Louis from the Yakima Valley. Modern Brewery, for those of us who like their pale ales and IPAs, head on down. You will not be disappointed. See you next time.